welcome to Side Character Quest, the show that's, you know, one-on-one -on -one Dungeons and Dragons. It's kind of improvised. It's set in a world very, very loosely based on the southeast environs of the United States of America. Um, America. A place. Uh, hey, with, our, with me today is um, a guest, a very special guest from three different D&D or related adjacent uh, shows. Uh, how about you introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Faye. Um, I am very excited to be here with Who Are You? I am Ty. Thank you for catching that I had introduced my name. Uh, so for the a little behind the scenes for the listener, we've done a, a couple of uh, versions of, of this because we had a little bit of uh, connection problems. But who cares about that? What we truly care about, what what you, the listener, I'm looking into your soul right now. What you care about? What you care about is, hey, Faye, um, how did you get into D&D in the first place? Yeah, so I first got into D&D uh, about 10 years ago now. Wow, that's a really long time. Um, 2008, 2009, I was in college, and actually um, two people that I play with now, Brendan and Ishan, um, from How the Quest Was Won, which is one of the shows that I'm in. Uh, Very good plug. Very professional. <laughs> Thank you. They um, got me into Dungeons and Dragons. Brendan had been playing since, I don't know, probably like 2.5 or something like that. And um, got me into Dungeons and Dragons that I've been playing ever since. So I started with uh, 3.5, went into 4E, and now we're playing 5E. So uh, as just a curious I've only personally played 4.3, I think, and then 5e. What's like your favorite of the ones that you've done? So I really enjoy the storytelling aspect of Dungeons and Dragons. Um, mm -hmm. And I also don't necessarily make my characters to be very good in combat necessarily. So I would have to say that my favorite is probably 5e. I do like that they have simplified a lot of the mechanics. Um, oh, yes, definitely. Yeah. And they've also made, I think, storytelling a much more uh, much more in the forefront but I think you know for e for example I think there was a lot it was very combat heavy oh yeah and um, 3.5 I felt like um, having played a little bit of it it's just very easy to die <laughs> apparently you could get to you you could die if you just like got to minus 10 instead of like oh, minus no. like half your HP which is I think how you die now yeah so oh, that's that's rough yeah it's pretty rough <laughs> Jeez, I, I, I've, like I said, I've only done uh, 4E, and I, I really just very quickly fell in love with with 5E. I, I do all of my my sessions, even my sessions that are in person. I do them um, via like theater of the mind uh, play, and I feel like 4E that would just be not possible. Right. Uh, this is this is the only way to do it for me. Uh, let's let's uh, talk a little bit um, about uh, the character you're going to be playing today. Yeah, sure. So um, today I'm going to be playing Larissa, who is a level six sorcerer. She is a tiefling with a bronze draconic background. Ooh, cool. Yes. So the world that side character quest is set in, tieflings are, are very, very uncommon. They do mm. exist, but like in most places they are like so uncommon to the point of like the average person wouldn't know about them wouldn't know what what you were if they saw you the place that, that you're living might be a little bit different but yeah tell me like how 
How has that affected Lyris's life? Like, have they more hid on the outskirts of society? Have they like hid their features? Like, what, what have what? How have they dealt with that? Yeah, I think you know. Her background is definitely someone who I, I, I would say is kind of a thief. So she definitely has been hiding from society in general. Um, okay. She kind of has like a Robin Hood kind of complex where like society has wronged her, especially the people of the upper crust, let's say. Gotcha. Because I think, you know, not having a lot of tieflings, I think there's probably a little bit of discrimination there. They're probably not in the upper crust of society. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, she has this Robin Hood complex of I'm going to steal from the rich and give back to the poor. And it's not wrong to steal from people who have more. Gotcha. You mentioned that um, you mentioned to me off air that uh, Larissa has some sort of like mentor in her past uh, that wronged her in some way. Can you tell me a little bit about like, you know, who they were, what like what their relationship was before uh, things fell apart? Yes. Uh, so I, I don't have this completely filled out. That's perfectly fine. But I thought that this person, this person could be someone who actually was of high society and decided that one day they were going to oh do what's do something for the greater good and take in this orphan tiefling and teach this orphan tiefling, you know, everything that uh, she or he knows. So I think I'll leave that up to you to kind of say like which type of person would be in the wealthier groups of society in in, in this world but mm-hmm. uh, whether that be male female whatever race yeah so um, the the world that this is set in like all of the the species that are in the player's handbook all of the default ones um, with the exception of half orcs um, and the addition of goblins um, all of those would be you know just normal people that that this could this character could be but we'll we'll let the story flesh that out yeah um, a little bit more of their background as as time goes on but uh but yeah so one thing that I, I like to do before we get into the show is um like to give the character a boon item just like some little magical item that they can start with I'll give you a, a small list mm-hmm. and you can just choose one of those items um, and just tell me where you got it from, like how how your character got it. And yes, I will cut out all of this dead air. Yes, sorry, I'm just reading them. All right. I think I'm going to take the Hummingbird of Baird. Nice. I like that one. It's a small jeweled hummingbird. When activated, it will fly 40 feet speed in any direction. It cannot pick up things on its own and cannot support more than a pound of additional weight. It makes a loud buzzing noise. It will obey any command preceded by as Baird commands. After 10 minutes of flight, it cannot be used for a day. And how, how did you come across this in your travels? So, um, you know, I was given this by my mentor in the past. My mentor was someone who thought that adopting a child would be much easier than it was. Um, And so, you know, thought, well, I'm going to be doing something for the greater good by uh, adopting this orphan tiefling. But it turns out, you know, as... Larissa grew up, grew up, she was a little mischievous in her teenage years, as many teenagers are wont to do, and probably got into a little bit more trouble than the common teenager would by stealing things and um, becoming part of the Thieves Guild and things like that. And so um, her mentor abandoned her and uh, decided that sh- that they no longer wanted to support her lifestyle. Um, and so she feels very betrayed by that. Gotcha. 
Um, so with, with that in mind, you, you probably uh, grew up in or around one of the larger cities. Um, so you might have grown up at Mount Rena, or you might have grown up um, near Cirque. But with all that sort of history, that background in mind, you've landed at sort of the, the home of the exiles, uh, the Salton Sea, which is a place of, of, of all sorts of uh, outcasts, outlaws, uh, miscreants, and just people that, uh, people that don't want don't fit in with regular society for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. But uh, but tonight, what a lovely night tonight is. Uh, you find yourself on a small rocky outpost on the border between the Salton Sea and the Wall. The sun is setting fast and the salty wind is hauling away the scalding heat and replacing it with something... Well, not it's not cool, it's not cold air, it's still hot air, but it's not quite scalding air. It's it's a little bit easier on the skin. So several ships rock against the dock, uh, including the piece of trash that you rode in on. Uh, but hey, it got you here. Um, you were barely able to uh, to navigate solo on it. But if you're going to keep going and you want to keep going, um, you aren't going to be able to continue on by yourself. Uh this isn't there really isn't that much to this place um but it's a pretty great place to find a crew uh no one's gonna start too much trouble not here not with pancakes around you feel at the heft of a small leather cylinder at your waist inside of it uh rolled up parchment marking the location of what you believe to be the biggest score of your time as a thief uh x marks the spot all that jazz so now it's time to rustle up a few hearty souls to help you on your way. Uh, what do you do right now? What do you What do you want to know? Um, so I'm standing outside. I am going to look for some person, a soldier, someone who looks like they have been here for a while to find um, the noisiest tavern in town. Gotcha. Uh, your passive perception, I'm assume is over, I assume, is over 10, unless you are incredibly unperceptive. Yes, it's 12. <laughs> yes, okay. Your back is to the docks that you just walked off of. Um, your crappy boat uh, is, is back there on the dock. And uh, in front of you, you see maybe, I don't know, a football field away. You see just this gigantic wall, impossibly high. Between you and that wall is just a bunch of uh, rocky shoreline, essentially. Um, and on that shoreline, you see uh, a few scattered buildings. Mm-hmm. Um, they look almost like they've been made from the remnants of crashed ships. And you know this place to be, you know, just this spot that has popped up, uh, popped up some time ago um, as just a, a very popular place to stop because of a very busy tavern uh, right ahead of you, uh, right near the docks, that is the home to um, Pancakes. No, lovely. Uh, is there a sign outside that says the name of the tavern by any chance? Uh, it says um, I-H-O-P. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. So Larissa has never been to an I-H-O-P, but given how loud and rowdy it sounds from the outside, she thinks that it's probably the perfect place to pick up some crew members, um, given that this is probably where most sailors go after dark. Yeah. So she is going to march right up and walk through those front doors. All right. Um, so you walk through a couple of front doors. There's old barnacles sort of on the on the outside wall as you walk in, <laughs> displaying this, this building's history 
as a, a shipwreck. And as you step inside, though, uh, roll me a perception check. All right, so that is a 12. <laughs> okay, great. Passive perception. Yep. <laughs> so looking around, you see all sorts of people. Um, you see some people playing uh, mandolin. You notice that, that most of the crowd is dragonborn, which is pretty standard for the Salton Sea, uh, which is a, a very heavily dragonborn region. Uh, but you do also notice a few, you know, a, a couple of goblin, a few humans, or, or maybe they're maybe they're elves. It's kind of hard to tell in the low lighting. And just lots of uh, laughter, beers, drinks, and tons of just plates and plates of pancakes. You also notice uh, behind the bar a large, muscled uh, person, and he is he is just has this massive griddle behind him and that it has uh, just dozens and dozens of of circles of batter sizzling away on that that griddle. But yeah, uh, so there's are, are, is there any particular type of person you're looking for right now? Um, not particularly. I'm going to scope out the place. So I think I'm going to um, walk up to the bar or wherever this person is grilling up all these pancakes. All right. So this is uh, you. You walk up to the bar and uh, right as you're you're doing that, um, this person has turned around um, to flip a couple and, and pass off a few to to people. Um, have you ever been to this this bar before? Never. Have you? Is this a place? Never. This is your first time. As you are sitting down, um, tell me a little bit about what you look like. Um, we mentioned that you're a tiefling, so a little bit unusual, but uh, but this is the Salton Sea. Like people aren't gonna say too much. Yeah. So she, um, being a bronze, uh, having like a bronze dragon background, she probably has like a bronzish brown hair and similar mm-hmm. colored eyes, and uh, her skin is probably uh, like a copper colored skin. Yeah. She's got her horns going, tail, uh, probably like medium build. You know, um, five six, five seven. Okay. Not particularly muscular. As you you go over, um, sit down, the tall man um, behind the bar, he turns around. Uh, You notice that one of his ears uh, has a a pretty gnarly scar, um, almost as if he has clipped off the end of it. The other ear is um, covered with long hair, and he he looks at you, puts his hands down on the, the bar in front of you. What are you be having today? Uh, hi there. Um... I guess I'll be having some pancakes. Uh, what do you call this place? Ihop? This here is the International House of Pirates. I am Pancakes, and as you can see, my wares behind me. Uh, I uh, happily, happily oblige. Uh, he turns back around and starts flipping a few, and uh, he, he at, tells you how much they cost, and it's within your your budget. Okay. I'll say. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so he's just flipping, flipping some over, getting some prepared for you. Hey, listen, uh, you're, you said your name was was Pancakes. Yes, ma'am. My name's Pancakes. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Well, well what does your name be? Uh, my name is Larissa. Um, hello. Hello. So, Pancakes, you seem to have a lovely establishment here, and you seem to have some very, uh, very uh, lovely patrons. I am actually looking for uh, about five to six souls to help me sail my ship. 
Um, so people who are familiar with the sea, people who are familiar with sails, um, and who would like to make uh, a good living before getting back onto land. Do you know of any such people? Well, let's see. Uh, he turns around, uh, slides down a, a kind of dirty plate, um, plops down uh, three or four flapjacks um, in front of you, and uh, slides over a little jar of, uh, of syrup. Well, um... Let's see, there's there's quite a few people around here. Uh, do, you, do you have any particular needs? Um, are, are you looking for, uh, for I don't know, uh, well, 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 how, how, listen, we can, we can be up front here. How, um, upright and, uh, and lawful are you looking right now? Well, let's just say we can use, uh, a two or three people who know how to, uh, hold themselves up in the middle of a fight. Um, and probably another two or three people that are that are real sneaky, like if you catch my drift. Mm, okay, okay. Um, he looks around, points out a few different folks, uh, gestures over towards um, some goblins that are in the corner. Don't don't let their size deceive you. Uh, those those folks over there, they can they can uh, handle themselves pretty well. I, I've seen um, seen that guy right right there. He is. Uh, Bitten straight through somebody's ankle once. I, I swear, I swear, straight through. That that lady over there, uh, that dragonborn, um, she uh, is quite good with a quite good with a knife. Um, hmm. Uh, any of these folks will probably probably be able to be a help for you. Um, you planning on on paying these folks up front? I mean, we could just uh, we could post up a little uh, note in the back, um, on the board if you want, and, uh, just see who, who comes a call on, uh, or, or however you want to do this. I like to, mm -hmm. I like to handpick my crew. Gotcha. I don't want this broadcasted, necessarily. All right, all right, understand. I, I appreciate that sort of, uh, under-the-table kind of, kind of slyness. It's, it's good, it's good stuff. These are delicious flapjacks, by the way. Oh, very, thank you very much. I, I, they are my pride and joy. Uh, to be honest, I, I, to be honest, leans in close. To be honest, I, uh, I prefer making waffles, but I broke my waffle iron. And so one day did that, uh, had to make some pancakes for a while and the nickname kind of stuck. And well, here we are. Kind of hard to back out of that once it happens, you know? Yeah, well, listen, Pancake, um, mm -hmm. you've been really kind to me. So let's just say that if I make it back from my trip with the amount of money that I'm thinking of making from my trip, I'll get you a nice waffle iron. Well, that's, that is mighty kind of you. Um, you know, I think I could, I could arrange for you to meet a few folks. Uh, actually, roll me a, a charisma check real quick. I want to see, see how much he is, he appreciates that. Absolutely. Oh, that is a 19 plus. Ooh. Uh, charisma, I will add seven. So that is a 26. Oh. Woo. Woo. She's like flipping her hair, like mm -hmm. eyes are twinkling. I, I, if, if there is anyone at, at this bar, if there's any particular skills you are looking for, any particular type of thing, I will definitely make sure that, uh, that I, I will point you in the right direction. Um, so what I, what I am saying, uh, to you right now in this moment, give me like, Mm, give me a, a couple of, of types of people that you definitely want with you on this trip. So so we're going to assume that um, that you can probably find. I'm not going to make you go through the process of finding like, uh, you know, 
all six people that you need to have on this boat. Yeah. Um, but give me uh, like two types of people that you would like to have once you get where you're going, once you get to the the island that you guys are going to to get your score. Mm. Um, so are you specifically wanting like somebody that's um, really good at magic stuff? Are you particularly wanting somebody that's like a very good fighter or, or what? What are you looking for? So I think some people to compliment me. So I'd like someone who's like a really good tank in case we get into a fight. Okay. Since I'm not a great tank. And um, I'd love someone who is great at like survival and like nature and things like that. So kind of a ranger type of person to be able to help us find this treasure. All right. Sounds good. So uh, I, I kind of I kind of I wanted to kind of play with something today, which I, I haven't. Uh, here's a little behind the scenes thing for you and for the listener as well. Every time I do a different arc, there's like something I like to do something to challenge myself in a new way. Um, and what I thought I would try to do this time is um, work with uh, the player to create the cast that would be joining them on the main their main session. So um, what I'd like you to do with this this tanky and this uh, this tanky character and this survival character, tell me tell me their name. Uh, tell me like any bits of background that mm. you want for them. Mm. And I will incorporate when I'm playing them. Excellent. Um, for the tank, I would like for her because I want it to be a very large dragonborn or human. You pick, but someone who's okay. just like a she, she's a large woman, at least like six, four. OK, Um probably didn't choose this life for herself probably wanted to be like preppy and uh and things like that but really you know found out that she was just this is what she was good at she was good at hitting things Uh um and so she kind of just fell into that role and so is dressed in armor and things like that but probably has like a few things like her sword probably has like a pink tassel on it you know nice um and so she she probably spends a lot of her money on things like makeup and clothes, but um, is still a very good fighter and a very good tank. So that's kind of where I want her to be. That is that is very good. I like that a lot. Yeah. And in terms of the, this ranger, mm-hmm. I'd like for this ranger to just be doesn't matter gender, but I would say for this to be an older person um, who's very gregarious and probably initially grew up like on a farm before they're before they for some reason or other was was forced to go into a forest and had to learn how to track things down and so speaks to everything probably talks to like the plants if he could or she could i i like that a lot um i i think that uh, i i'm i'm pretty sure for the 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 older person i'm gonna use a voice kind of like this uh, a little bit strained but just talking to everything talking to everything and could strike up a conversation with like a chair, you know? Oh, hello, uh, pancakes. How are you doing today? <laughs> I wasn't talking to you. I was talking to what's on my plate. So good, so delicious. I love it. I love <laughs> it. Thank you for entering my mouth right now. Oh, glorious day. Uh, okay. Um, and then for the uh, the dragonborn, uh, I, I, I kind of I feel like I should go Dragonborn since I've I've specified that this is an area that's largely populated by them. Oh, yeah. So we'll say that. Um, oh, for the, the farmer, did you specify a uh, species? No, doesn't matter. Um, I'll say I'll say goblin. 
All right, excellent. It'll, it's one of the one of the ones that uh, that you saw off talking to the one that gnaws on ankles. Okay. Uh, <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, for the the dragonborn, um, I'll figure out her voice later. So, kind of uh, do you go... have any preference? Yeah. Oh, I was gonna say, can you go Brooklyn at all? It, uh, oh boy, can I? Uh, let's let's find out. Hey, um, how how's no full boy? <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's okay if you know. I just I, I pictured like someone you know like Brooklyn Tough. Hey, I'm walking over here. Hey, I'm walking over here. Is this okay? Is this kind of wait wait? Can I do a, a Christopher Walken? Kind oh, you of thing? can absolutely do Christopher Walken. Wow. Hello, this is me, Dragonborn. <laughs> I love the makeup and the tassels, but most of all, I love doing what I'm good at, living the life of a fighter, Mo- take all kinds of hits. Hey. It's wonderful. <laughs> this is what I'm good. <laughs> oh, hi. Okay, okay, okay. I like it. I oh, like gosh, it. this is so great. Oh, boy. Okay, um... As the night goes on, um, Pancakes has introduced you to to these other characters, uh, these other people. Let's just have a, have the conversation with with those two, where you convince them to come along with you. Mm-hmm. He points out the the ranger type. Um, he's this goblin, uh, short on the the taller side for a goblin, which means still fairly short. He is just sort of sitting there. Well, just absolutely delicious. Oh, syrup jar. So good, love it. Oh man, that's that's when you you walk over to them uh, to to get a conversation going. Uh, how do you how do you do this? Hi there. You mind if I sit down next to you and enjoy my pancakes? Go right ahead, but make sure uh, make sure you don't sit down too hard. Oh, Christopher here. He he's uh, he's a bit of a, a soft soft wood kind of kind of situation. He'll, he'll collapse right under you. You gotta be careful. Got it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I sit down very gingerly. Uh, what's your name? Oh, my name? My, mine? My, my name? My name's Remy. Remy, lovely to meet you. Lovely to meet you as well. Um, I, so, uh, if you don't mind me asking, um, are you, are you, um, are you dragonborn? What, what, what is, what is this? What is this situation? I'm sorry if that's rude. I'm from a kind of a small town. Some might say that I grew up on a farm and had to move out somewhere else. Uh, uh yeah, I'm. A, no, I'm not a dragonborn. I, I'm a. I'm a tiefling. Oh, there's a not tiefling. a lot of us okay. around, and so I, I. I get a lot of questions. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Good, good, well, listen, good. Listen, Remy. Yep. Uh, I was talking to Pancakes over there, and he tells me that you are a pretty good tracker. Oh, well, you know, I, I don't like to boast, but but that's a lie. I do like to boast. I'm very good at it. I'm very good at the boasting and at the um, the tracking. Uh, awesome. Both Rep- of those things. Yes. Remy, what do you think you're going to be doing for the next couple months? Next couple months? Oh, you know, just sitting here waiting for somebody to need a tracker. Here's the thing. You got under... What was that name again? Larissa? Larissa. Was, did you say that? Yes. Larissa. Here's the thing. When you're on an island that's mostly rocks and sand and pancakes, uh, people don't really need trackers that much. There's not a lot to track. So I kind of would love if somebody had a boat (laughs) and wanted me to come with them because I've been here for a really long time. Well, listen, Remy, today is your lucky day because I am, in fact, in need of a tracker. Really? I am. Really, then? Yes. Oh, where, where, where? 
Well, what for? Let's take this conversation into a back room here, because I, I don't know if everybody in this bar needs to listen to this conversation. So after you've talked with um, with Remy, had a, had a nice little conversation with them, um, Pancakes uh, points out a uh, dragonborn that's standing in the corner um, wearing pretty, pretty full, like actually plate armor um, that has uh, gilding on it that that looks like a just a, a rose gold almost. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but still like very uh, well worn, well used. It's not it's not just for looks. This is this is actually, hap- you know, gotten gotten its, its use. And she has a a heavy heavy looking sword at her side and he he suggests her as a potential uh potential person to work with so uh you want to go talk to her i would love to go talk to her and uh i think um you know she larissa is going to walk by her pretend like she's noticing something else and then look at her plate armor and says excuse me miss can i just say that you look lovely in that plate armor I know that plate armor isn't just for looks, but you look lovely in your plate armor tonight. Wow, thank you so much. That is the kindest thing I've heard all day that I'm able to repeat. Uh, very, very appreciated. This is a this is not a savory place. I'm going to cut that. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> no, maybe best if you leave it in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's your name, uh, miss? Uh, let me provide you with uh, a little something to drink. Oh, well, thank you. My name is Larissa. Uh, what's what's in the, What kind of drink is this? That is a whiskey with a little bit of honey and salt around the rim. Very good, in my personal opinion. Oh, excellent. Well, cheers. Cheers. She, uh, she clinks her glass against yours, and uh, she just, like, chugs it. Oh. Uh, like, you know, I, I don't think I can do that. I think I, I just have to take, like, a sip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's also given you, like, a, a comically large glass, okay. by the way. Like, for, for you, uh, like, this is... This would be, like, three drinks for you. I'm probably you, holding it in both hands. she just, like, hands. takes it down. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say your name was? Oh, my name. I will go with... Um... My name is Celeste. Celeste. Uh... Yes, ma'am. Happy to meet you. Happy to meet you. Now, Celeste, I don't like to judge on looks because I think a lot of people judge me on my looks, given that I'm a tiefling. But you look like you're a fighter of some kind. Well, I don't like to brag or boast, but that's a lie. I love to brag and boast. (laughs) I'm very good at both. Uh, Thank you for noticing. Um... So, uh, Celeste, I, I know, you know, this is a, a pretty great place, Ihop, uh, with lots of <laughs> pancakes and, uh, and good drinks, definitely. But I wanted to know, what are you thinking of doing for your life for the next oh, couple months? Well, to be perfectly honest, I've, I'm hooked up with this crew. And you'd look over and just see this, like, really, like, ratty-looking um, group of uh, of a few dragonborn, um, a couple of uh, uh, what looks like a, maybe a human and a, a half elf, um, and a couple goblins, and they just look like very like dirty and smelly. These folks, uh, not really my type, but 
you know, what makes you the money is what you gotta do. You understand. Well, you know, again, pardon my assumptions based on look, Celeste, but you don't really look like the type of girl that would want to hang out with people like that. Um, <laughs> so, uh, let me ask you something. If, if someone else provided you with a job that potentially could pay you as much or perhaps more uh, than those folks over there, would you think about changing where you're at? I'd say that it's worth hearing out. I I'd love to hear more. All right, well, let's go into the back room. Like I said, I don't think the entire bar needs to hear everything about what's going on, but uh, I happen to be here and I happen to need a crew. Um, so uh, you guys, uh, you two, head back into the, the back room um, of this this bar. Uh, it's not it's not, you know, really a back room. It's more of just like a, a side section, um, a sort of more private dining area. That's uh, a, a small uh, maybe, I don't know, like a brig or something. Some remnant of the fact that this is just a, a thrown together ship hole um, that's been kind of cobbled, cobbled together of random pieces. But uh, you guys go back there and you tell them about uh, this. You, you tell them in turn um, this uh, map that you found a while back. Tell me uh, real quick, um, where did you get this map? I filched it off of um, a rather important looking gentleman uh, on his way to court. So you filched this off of a very important looking gentleman and it spent you spent some time trying to figure out exactly where this this place was located. It involved a lot of cross referencing of the shape of this island uh, with with various other islands that were um, marked that, that were uh, tracked on the Salton Sea, um, looking for uh, mentions of of the sorts of buildings that you saw um, on that map. But you eventually did were able to figure out where you believe this map is where where it fits into the landscape of the the Sultan Sea. This this map depicts the remnants of a mansion that is located off of uh, Osaway Island, a former um, indigo farm uh, that was located deep in the Sultan Sea uh, before thing before the place got um, rowdy uh, a few hundred years ago, mm. and you. As to the best of your ability, the best of what you've been able to find out, no, as far as you know, no one has been back there since the place closed down. And you have strong reason to believe that there's going to be some nice, nice remnants uh, left over in that that mansion. So you need a crew to get you to that place and to navigate that island uh, to deal with the menagerie that the farm uh, used to have for entertainment and which now you are guessing is roaming the island. So so you relay that on to uh, your crew and with a little bit of prodding, a little bit of uh, a little bit of threatening to make sure that they uh, they stay silent. You have yourself a, a set of five or six folks um, who are going to help you uh, navigate your way to this place. Excellent. As the night is coming to to an end, and as we we prepare to wrap up this episode, this uh, introduction episode, um, what do you what do you do this day before you or th this night before you set sail? 
Uh, I think I'm going to be gathering some supplies because now I need to okay. feed uh, six people and not mm -hmm. just myself. Um, probably a lot of pancakes <laughs> um, and some whiskey onto the boat. Excellent. And um, I will also get myself a room at Ihop. I'm assuming it's also a place where you could sleep. As things go, yeah, sure. All right, <laughs> sounds good. <laughs> All right. Um, well, I guess uh, as th that happens, you um, throw a few gold uh, uh, pancakes away um, and you uh, get a few barrels of, of supplies loaded onto the ship as the, the night is getting later and later. Fortunately, this is the sort of place where people are operating at all hours of the night. Eventually, though, you do turn in with dreams of the fortune to come. And I think that is where we are going to wrap things up today. Uh, I know it's this is might be a little short, but I think that it's okay. Yeah, this is a little short. But that's fine. Okay. Um, all right. Well, uh, thank you very much for joining me today, Faye. Thank you. This is lots of fun. Yeah. So we are going to explore more with uh, Larissa um, at Ossaway Island uh, next time. Uh, in the meantime, tell the listeners where they can find you. Sure. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Captain Fake Eye. Um, you can also find me um, at my other podcast, How the Quest Was Won, on Twitter at How the Quest. And um, my other podcast, Misfits Guide to Adventuring, also on Twitter at Misfits Guide. Um, and finally, uh, you can find me Wednesdays at 7 p.m. over at twitch.tv slash streaming masks. Nice. Listeners, if you are bored at any time in the next two or, you know, in the next two weeks while we're waiting for this to come out, you have no one to blame but yourself. We just gave you all of this stuff to listen to. <laughs> There's so much. There's so much out there. Check it out. So, yeah, uh, thank you again, Faye, for joining us. For now, we're going to pitter-potter on out of here. Thanks to the Joy Drops for the use of Not Drunk as our intro and outro music. Find them at thejoydrops.com. You can find us at sidecharacterquest.com, at SCQ Podcast on Twitter, or by email at sidecharacterquest at gmail.com. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content. Podcube, podcasts from the past delivered to the future. With Podcube's pseudo-linear 4D adiabatic qubit streaming technology, you can select any point in history and record it for personal gain. What was the group dynamic with Australopithecus? What brand of cigarettes did the Spanish Inquisition smoke? Was Leonardo da Vinci a pants guy? Or a shorts guy? You can discover with Podcube. Listen for yourself to the flagship Podcube podcast, Alabaster's Haberdashery, recorded on location in 1880. Simply search PodCube, all one word, in your podcast app or visit poweredbypodcube.com. PodCube, the future is yesterday. This is going to get cut and put in the bloopers.
Oh, you've got a... Is that a kitty back yes, there? Yes, yeah. He has jumped oh. onto my computer and you, you may not be up here right now. Nope. You may not oh. be up here right now. <laughs> Very nice. I, we have uh, a, a history of, of cats uh, wandering in during recordings. Yes. <laughs> um, I don't have any, but uh, a lot of the, the guests have had them. And they're lovely. Um, appreciated. Uh, listener, if you complain, um, the, uh, boo on you. Uh, cats are Cats are delightful. Um, <laughs> well, anyway. Okay, that's, that's fair. All right. I, uh, pretty cool. Pretty cool. I, 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 I approve. Thank you. Um, I definitely so, uh, am seeking approval. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, well, you got it. You got it. He does not, does not catch up, catch on <laughs> that sarcasm all. at all. Uh, just, Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, so, uh, uh, do you do you want to do you want to keep that going, or do you want to um, skip ahead to to the tanky oh, tanky person? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we can, can skip we ahead. can like we can like fade fade out and then like come back in because that way we don't have to explain. Um, well, we can explain mm. to the tanky person, and it'll be the same explanation for everybody. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so, uh, so music going down mm-hmm. um so i do a lot of editing on the show yeah uh, I cut out a lot so all of this like conversation that we're having right now where i'm saying like how do i want to format this this is all going to go oh, away yeah. it's going to look seamless eh, mm-hmm. love it so beautiful love it <laughs> um, <laughs> uh man i could never do you mentioned like doing a streaming show yeah. um i could never do that i, I <laughs> it would make me so nervous 